Hello and are welcome we to the Monday Movies Podcast. Hello there. How are we all? I'm very well. I'm Toby. okay. Yeah, not Good. bad, thank you. Excellent. How are you guys? Excellent. I'm, I'm all right. It's nearly Luke. Christmas. It's near the end of another Monday movie series. What a series it's been. What a series it's been. <clears throat> How many did we actually manage to get done in a studio? Uh, <coughs> well, up to March, so... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, about 11, 12. About 11. Actually, I can tell you. Hang on. Uh, Monday movies. Uh, so we have not seen Toby in person for 10 months nearly. I know. I know. Yeah, I, I feel like I haven't seen you guys for ages. Yeah. Uh, we got to nine. March the 17th. Just nine. Just nine. Wow. Nine. And we're only and then... on 20-something, I think. 23. So. Are we? I think so. 24, 5? I don't know. Something like that. Well, we've done more than that. Uh, yeah, but with we're the no forty nine. Yeah, but the no movies one. They were the, like the no movie series, the mini series in between. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we're still in the no movie series, really, aren't we? Mm. Yeah, but I mm. couldn't bother to go back to it, so I thought we just end yeah. the series. Yeah. Okay, so happy Monday, everybody. Coming up. Hey, happy Monday. Oh, wait, this is a podcast. They're not listening to it on a Monday necessarily. It might be. <laughs> Could be next Monday. Do they have to? Do they have to listen no. to it on a Monday? No, no, they don't. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. Are you eating? I'm just having a little bit. I thought I can hear you. Cutlery. <laughs> I'm on a multi-track, so it'll be edited out. <coughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Look at you. What's coming up on the show, I hear you ask? Well, What's let me tell you. What's coming up on the show, Duncan, I hear I ask? I thought I heard you ask that. We've got a um, DVD and streaming top 10, a review of The Prom, and lots of Disney news. Oh. And we'll mention some Netflix news as well. Yeah. And we'll mention some Netflix news as well. Yeah. Will we? Yes, that I sent you earlier. Oh, okay. Good. Should we go on with the show? Let's. Let's, let's do it. It's Monday evening. Let's start the show. <laughs> You're listening to Wickham Sound online, on Radio Player, and on 106.6 FM. Monday movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Hello there, this is Duncan Strip on Wickham Sound, along with Toby Stubbs and Luke Davis for another edition of Monday Movies. Uh, you can uh, get involved by emailing mondaymovies at wickhamsound.org.uk or you can go to Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, MySpace, Friends Reunited, anywhere <laughs> you like. Just look for Wickham Sound and you can find us there. Uh, we'd like to know what you've been watching and any reviews you'd like to send us will be gratefully received. Uh, gentlemen, good evening. Good, good evening. Good evening. Now, on the plus side, we are not in Tier 3. Good. Yay. Good. So that That's is good news, news, isn't it? Yeah. On the downside, we've got to do an hour of film chat, so I apologise for <laughs> We've got lots to talk about. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you're very excited, aren't you? You're very yeah, excited. I've, you I've, sent me an email, probably the longest email I've ever received. And I've ever from sent. anybody. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at a, a, a top ten, not a box office top ten, because obviously uh, there isn't one. There might have been next week, because Wonder Woman comes out on Wednesday, just as most cinemas in the country <laughs> close again. Yeah, so that, there won't be a, a box office top ten. We'll do a streaming and DVD top ten. Um, we'll review The Prom, which is a new film from Ryan Murphy, which is on Netflix. And then we'll just hand over the middle part while me and uh, Toby go and have a drink somewhere. <laughs> while Luke talks <laughs> us through um, the highlights from Disney's presentation at the end of last week, where they decided what they're going to be releasing for the next 25 years. It's quite quite an interesting stream, actually, because it was mainly for investors. Mm. Are um, you an investor? I'm, I am an investor. I mean, hey, <laughs> it's a great time to do it now. Well, um, 
yeah, it was actually, it was really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the email you sent me now. It's long, it's involved. So we'll probably break it down into mm. little five-minute segments. Can you tell us, like, as the email gets longer, I sort of just sort of lose the plot, as it was sort of like one o'clock in the morning by the time it finished? Yes, it does start off with, you know, you're highlighting mm. different bits and something's in bold and some's not, something's underlined. By the time it gets to the end, it's just a ramble. I will, I send that, I finished sending off that email at 2am. <laughs> Oh, that's dedication, isn't it? I know. It? <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, so should we kick off with the top ten? Well, we can kick Let's off with it. the top ten, yeah. Uh, this week's number ten, Duncan. Yeah. And Toby, and I think, Toby, you can you can talk about it. You can start us off, Toby. Good. Okay. The Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. No, neither was I. <laughs> These films are amazing. Um, if you haven't seen them, dive into them. They are very long, but... That shouldn't put you off. Um, I think these films are really, really great. Again, I mean, I haven't watched them for probably about five years now. I think it was the last time I watched them. But they're just so they're they're just so brilliant. The story's great. Um, they're just exciting films. And uh, I think Return of the King was my favourite out of the trilogy, which is the the final one. Is that just the after Return one. of the Jedi? So, just after, yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> um. But yeah, I think that these are these are great films. I haven't read the books, so I can't comment on that. But um, yeah, they're great films. Return of the King was my favourite, and they're definitely one of the biggest um, films in in history. So, um, yeah. can, I, can I say no. something controversial? Go on. I think you're going to say the same as me. Well, what are you going to say? Not keen on them. Yeah, really. I, I think honest, I've watched one. Maybe I've watched really. them all. I saw them all at the cinema when they came out. That's the only time I've watched them. It's not my cup of tea. Uh, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, I have friends who love it way more than I do, like way more, mm. um, who are obsessed. But I, I, mean, I do really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They, uh, <laughs> I have Hobbit friends. But um, it's, yeah, I mean, I think, I think they're three great films, but, okay. you know, not to everyone's taste. So. I mean, me, me and Luke will, be, you know, we'll admit we're in a minority, obviously. Yeah, oh, yes, massively. Are, yeah, we are. Yeah. Mm. Not, I just think that kind of fantasy kind of thing isn't my tea. But you when? liked Game of Thrones, though. That's I did like Game of Thrones until the final season when it all went completely yeah, pear-shaped. No one liked the last it, season. But, <laughs> but then Lord of the, Game of Thrones isn't particular, apart from the dragons kind of thing it's not so much fantasy as it is because game of thrones is based on the feudal um uh, system here mm. you know the war the 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 royal system and the feudal yeah. system mm. between that's yeah. what it's based on whereas lord of the rings is i mean the thing that annoyed me most about lord of the rings i think is gandalf the most powerful wizard in the world never did anything <laughs> to help anybody you shall not pass <laughs> yeah he never actually used any magic to do anything and that just annoyed me but you know right. i appreciate the filmmaking is very good the acting's good just not my cup of tea fair enough hmm. okay there we go uh number nine a christmas gift from bob i've not seen this this is the sequel not? no it's the sequel to um a cat named bob ah yeah which is a true story about uh, a man who was a bus who was um out of work and homeless and he befriended a cat on the street the cat kind of became part of his busking act he became world famous really uh, and the first film was okay uh, this kind of looks a bit like a cash grab. Let's yeah. make another one and put it out for Christmas. And the cat's now dead. But anyway, moving <laughs> <here we> on. <laughs> you bring it down, why don't you? It's all right. Um, yeah. I think I saw the first one and enjoyed it. It's all right. Yeah. It's a film. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, now, here's a terrible film uh, that Toby hates. Uh, it is 1917 at number eight. Oh, this film. Oh, it's, it's the best film. Fi- yeah, Luke literally took the words out of my mouth. Um, cinematography's great. I say this every week. Cinematography's great. Acting. Just, I tell you what, I'm not even going to tell you. Just go and watch it. Because you're going to love it. I, th- I thought you were going to say, I, I'm not going to say, just re- replay what I said last <laughs> week. Yeah. yeah, I might have to cut what I said last week and then just play that. Yeah. yeah. We've um, said enough about it. It's yeah. brilliant. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Watch it. And it is available for free on Amazon Prime if you want to watch it there. Mm. Uh, this week's <laughs> number seven uh, is The Polar Express. I just realised why you're struggling slightly. It's because uh, I've, got the, I've got the same page up and it's just pack shots of the films with yeah, no numbers, numbers. So you're having to work out which <laughs> is which. Um, can I uh, admit something? Oh, I think we're probably going to admit the same thing. I've never seen The Polar Express. Not what I... No, okay, I have. I didn't like it. Is, oh, is, okay. this, is this the animation or is this a different film? This it's was... This is one of the, live I animation. think this is one of the very first motion capture yeah, it's not right. And they okay. hadn't quite perfected no. humans, so they're all right. very dead-eyed. But I've n- I've never actually seen it. I don't think I have actually. I mean, hmm. it's it's okay, but it is like the humans are very clayy. You know, like they've got like that. Mm. They're very. There's no. It's all very straight. It's like you know, like someone's had too much Botox or something. Mm. It's how the people look. It is a little creepy, and I I can remember watching it and being like, "This is very odd." Um, and you know, to be fair, it came out in 2004. Yeah, it's 16 years old. So I was going to say the CGI is quite dodgy, but it came out in 2004. Um, yeah. I mean, for, for, its, for the time, it was groundbreaking. Yeah. It was the first I, motion capture. I have a problem with it. Whenever I hear, and I, it's, you know, I, it's a problem with, with all, all the Tom Hanks films, all I can hear is Woody. So it just sounds like Woody is like a train conductor. <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Polar Express, number seven. You should watch it. Okay, I will. Mm. Uh, this week's number six, Home Alone. Classic Christmas. Classic Christmas. Um, uh, violent comedy. <laughs> if you, I mean, if you, I, Yes, I remember it being very good, but if you watch it now, it's incredibly violent. They wouldn't get away with it these days, would they? No, I mean, I think it's a PG, and I'm not sure how that happens. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, wow. Presumably because it's comic book style violence, but uh, mm. it's a classic. It is. It is. Yeah. Great film. I'll move on then. Uh, mm. This week's number five, Mulan. Which I have now watched. Ah. I watched Ooh. this last week. So this is the live action version of the 1990s Disney classic Mulan, which I'm going to have to admit again, I've never seen. What? I know. I've never watched it. Uh, Best it, Disney song in that film. Oh, okay. Well, it's not in this one. No, no, no. Do you know what? I, I only saw the original Mulan like last year what is wrong with you two come on last year I think I think I had a hangover day with my friend <laughs> <laughs> okay. and you thought let's put Mulan on yeah I think I, I don't even, I can't even remember why we watched it but yeah okay. well so, the, if, if you don't know the story this is a story of uh, it's uh, set in um, China uh, a group of villainous renegades are attacking want to attack the forbidden city they're ra- raging through the countryside uh, right ra- I was going to say raping and pillaging. There's no raping. It's a Disney film. Pillaging all the town. Is that the, the original em- story? You know, the Empress sends out a decree that ev- um, one, pers- one male member from every family has to go and join the uh, royal army to stop them. Uh, Mulan's family, her father can't go because he's not well. She can't go because she's a girl. So she disguises herself as a boy, joins the royal army, and basically saves the day. Uh, so this was the big film that was supposed to come out theatrically. 
uh, at the start of the year uh, and didn't. It went straight to streaming as a premium VOD. Now it's available to watch for free on Disney+. Plus. Uh, on the plus side, some of the scene- scenery and the, the long shots are absolutely breathtaking and it yeah. would have been good to see on a big screen. Some of the battle scenes are epic and look absolutely fantastic. Now, apparently in the original, there's a, a talking dragon. Hilarious. And there's songs. Okay? Hilarious. So Brilliant songs. There, there is a dragon in this, a tiny one that flies around, but it doesn't talk, and there's oh. no singing in this. Oh. Uh, and the person who's leading the renegade army is aided by a witch, a shape-shifting witch. What? Um, so, on the one hand, this is trying to look incredibly realistic, and it looks like a, you know, a Chinese martial arts war film and then on the other hand you have the shape shape shifting witch that's helping them (laughs) yeah almost got that wrong (laughs) um and the two don't kind of gel together particularly well i was really Um, disappointed when they said they're not going to do any music in it because the music does make it there is you know well let me tell you the music would have been a disaster because (laughs) the other problem i have with it well it's not a problem it's a 12 certificate so the obviously the the original is a kid's cartoon yeah this at times plays like braveheart right okay uh there's a lot of people being stabbed and lanced and um having their throats cut uh, is there any uh, trebuchets there are trebuchets in it as well yes there's a lot of trebuchets yeah. um and it just kind of doesn't i couldn't work out who this was aimed at right because it can't be aimed at kids. It's a 12 certificate and it's a lot of violence. There's no blood, obviously, but no. there's a lot of people being killed and the battle scenes are quite horrific. And then you've got the fantasy element with the with the shape-shifting witch. So I it was a strange mix of things. I think Disney were going for, like, the original Mulan story. Um, yes. But they had to put something in it to be a you know to be a yes. film which is why we have a you know there's a witch in it uh, yeah and because of the way it looks and the way they've done it anyone breaking into song with this would have been <laughs> very incongruous and it wouldn't have sat well at all i think they should have just gone down i think they should have just done a live action version of the animation i think that'd be much better it'd be much funnier the songs in it are great uh, in the original donny osmond sings the song Good the main song from it and it's amazing it's my favorite okay. song all right. Well, I will. I will maybe look at that because that will be on Disney It'll Plus on as well. Plus. But Mulan, it, it's it's an odd film. I can't remember who the dragon is in original Mulan. Nor can I. Uh, I want to say uh, it's the one from Shrek, who plays Donkey, but I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Drum roll, please. Somebody. Okay, let's move on. Um, Oh, it's Eddie Murphy. It was. Oh, there you go. Eddie Murphy before he did Donkey. Right, okay. There you go. Full of information, me. You are. Uh, This week's number four, Christmas classic, Love Actually. Ah, I re-watched this uh, over the weekend. We watched this. This is a Christmas Eve uh, tradition. It's not Christmas Eve yet. Did I say I've watched it? Oh, well, you said we watched and then... No, I said this is our Christmas Eve tradition. We watch this every Christmas Eve with a bottle of bubbly. Uh, it's not a great film, but it is a great film. Mm. What? Does Wait, that make what, sense? What's not great about it? It's very cheesy. Um, yeah, but, but that's... That makes it. I think that's... You it's know. treatment of its female characters is fairly appalling. Well, Yes. Um, mm. if you watch it again, the whole Andrew Lincoln 
section with him basically stalking Kira Knightley is quite weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's not a great film, but it's a great, a great film. film. Great music yeah. in it even, well. even if it was just for the five-minute scene of Emma Thompson going to her bedroom to cry when she realises yeah. that <laughs> gets me yeah, every, every time. time. Yeah. 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 The acting in that is so good. I think Hugh Grant as Prime Minister is great. Yeah, I, it, it's funny. I think so. I mean, not sure. I can't even remember the last time I watched this, um, but I saw it over the weekend, and I must have missed loads of jokes that I didn't get last time because there's loads of stuff that I was laughing at that I don't <laughs> remember being in there. But um, yeah, I think it holds up really, really well, and very, very enjoyable Christmas film. I agree. I love it. We watched it because it starts five weeks before Christmas. So um, we watched it five weeks before Christmas, um, <laughs> and it's yeah. I love the music from it. I, I you know it's a great film. It is. It is and really, yet, really great. it's not a great film. It's strange, isn't well, it? Well, there's parts of it. I mean, there's. I mean, um, sorry, I can't think what her, the, which couple it is, but the ones from the office. Um, yes, which the, is a very strange. Uh, that that's the worst bit of the story, I think. No, the worst bit of the story is the 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 guy from my family traveling oh, yeah, to America. Okay, yeah. That is terrible. Yeah, that gets that point. <laughs> and the strange thing is, if you've got the DVD, there's uh, deleted scenes, and oh, really? uh, there's a wonderful story that never got into it, which stars uh, I, I can't remember two older actresses. Um, oh, she plays the headmistress of the school, but you never right. actually see her in the film. And she goes when she goes home after the, the the concert, her partner is dying in bed of of cancer, and it's right. and there's, there's d- deleted scenes are on the DVD, and it's really touching. And I thought, well, why didn't you put that in? Well, that instead must be of, terrible. Probably to be the deleted scene film. on Love Actually. I know when there's so many people in it, and they didn't quite make yeah. it. It's yeah. pr- that's probably because it's Christmas, and and. They want it to be uplifting, rather. Well, than you've got a man stalking his uh, <laughs> girl. <laughs> yeah, that he's I was going to say. Gets. You've yeah. got a man cheating on his wife. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Well, maybe they didn't want to do. Plus, you've already got a, a funeral right at the start when That's Liam true. Neeson's wife has died. True. Bye, bye, baby. Oh, oh like, God. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Love action number four. I, I think my favourite scene oh. is uh, the Rowan Atkinson scene with with uh, Alan Rickman. You know, when he's putting all the. He's gift wrapping the mm. necklace. Mm, yes. Great scene. Uh, this week's number three, The Grinch, the original. Uh, well, uh, no, uh, but anyway, <laughs> yes, Carey it's the Jim Carrey version directed by Ron Howard. Still can't decide if I thought it was good or bad. I'll have to watch it again. But something that is bad. Yes. I'm waiting for you to get to number two. Oh, I was I was going to say something about The Grinch. Oh, please do. Um, I saw the Benedict Cumberbatch version of it the other day. Right. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't have time to watch anything. Okay. This was a couple of weeks ago. All I right. Seen, then. I haven't been on the okay, show in a couple okay. of weeks. Okay. Oh, that's true. We yeah. didn't. Mi- we didn't miss you last week. How rude! Uh, this week's number two is uh, the last Christmas. I gave you my heart. The very and next day. There you go. Yeah. The very next day, I came back to haunt you <laughs> and followed you around London and stalked you. Basically, woman stalked by ghost. The last <laughs> Christmas spot summed up there. It's terrible. Don't bother. Okay. This week's uh, number one, Elf with Will still, Ferrell. Still number one. It was number one last yeah. week. And believe it or not, um, who's the guy who wrote and directed Love Actually? Richard Curtis. Yeah. And he did um, um, Notting Hill and Four Weddings and a Funeral. Elf is his favourite Christmas film. Really? Yep. Really? He, he didn't even pick Love Actually. He picked Elf. Well, he Elf. can't really, can he? He can't really. Who, um, who did The Holiday? Who did that? Uh, not 
Richard Curtis. Okay. What do you guys think about that, Cricket? I know it's not the chart, but... Uh, watched it once when it came out, hated it, so, yeah, not watched it again. Right. Um... Well, yeah, he can't pick his own film, though, can he? So, well, I would. Toby would pick his. If you ask what's Toby's favourite song of this year, he'd pick his own. Oh, Toby, no. what's your favourite song of the year? Favourite song of the year? Uh, not much has come out this year. So, so I'd have I... to say we're both on the same team. But <laughs> no. Toby Stubbs. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick my my song as my favourite song. Worth the day. I, I don't even know what my favourite song of the year is. Actually, it's a very good question. I'll have to come back to you on that one. Okay, okay. do maybe in the podcast extras. Hmm. There you go. <laughs> uh, that is this week's top ten. Uh, we'll be back with Disney news Ooh. right after this. Love music, love talk, love Wickham sound. Uh, Luke, can I just ask you a question? Yeah. Are you having your dinner while we're doing this? Just while the adverts are on. Yeah. Okay. I just I can hear cutlery. That yeah, was all. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I think you were doing it before the ads. No, no, no. I was, being I was having food brought to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay um we're here for another 35 minutes talking films we'll be reviewing the prom the new film from ryan murphy a little bit later uh, talking disney in just a second but some news i've just found out and some Ooh. very exciting news for people with sky q oh no. mm, okay <laughs> no, not me oh well if you've got sky q or maybe even sky plus i'm not sure um you'll know that uh, netflix and disney plus are apps on the sky q planner so you don't have to go to a different box or mm. anything uh, and the one they've never had is amazon prime right. uh, as from tonight amazon prime will have popped up on your planner so you don't need to go somewhere else to oh. download your content from there that's it i know you don't you haven't got sky but that's very exciting uh, it just means you, you yeah that's well done. it means i don't have to put the amazon bo- the apple uh, box on and oh, it's all, so yeah it's good news good news uh more good news though last week disney had its shareholder presentation and um present for it for us luke davis uh, would you like to read should i read out the subject that i sent the email yeah luke's take on disney's investor day 2020 brackets disney flex a muscle brackets shares go up brackets money comes in there you go that's the you yeah. covered you covered everything i did uh, you've got around 15 we've got around sorry yeah 15 minutes okay to cherry pick through it so where would you like to start well let's start with the sort of the stuff that's coming to disney plus um because quite a big thing that people have been wondering what is going to happen mm. to things like deadpool family guy things like that Indeed. well yep it's coming to disney plus via a new channel uh, which is called star uh disney now, this, star well no it's just star that's something oh. else. Disney Star is in India. Something different. Oh. Don't get confused. Okay. Uh, this right. is Disney Star. No, this is just Star. Coming <laughs> to Disney Plus on February the 23rd in Europe. But, which includes us. Which includes us. Um, Hopefully after the 1st of January that doesn't change. <laughs> fingers crossed. Uh, or Because they didn't say anything about us, they just said in Europe. Uh, it's yeah. going to be... No, I've, three... I've read since it's oh, the okay. UK as well. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be three euros more. So... Uh, two pounds ish two pounds fifty or there's gonna be three pounds Ooh, i don't know nearly three pounds i think yeah, yeah. um which will include Fe- uh, deadpool one and two family guy will be going on there and fox tv programs as well uh, like new girl uh, which will be interesting to see if it will get pulled off netflix which i would imagine it will do but also fox films will be going on there so yeah, stuff like die hard like and alien and yeah. stuff like this anything that st- isn't disney yeah. that is 18 ish plus like stuff yeah. they wouldn't put on disney plus mm-hmm 
which is on there. Um, some stats. They've got 86 million subscribers uh, of wow. Disney Plus as of December the 2nd. On day one, uh, on the first day of launch in America and the few other countries that got it on day one, they had 10 million people sign up. Wow. Um, they've also said now that they are going to focus on series for Disney Plus and not as much focus on films. And it's going to be quality, not quantity. Uh, and they hope by the end of 2024, they'll have uh, up to 350,000 subscribers across Disney Plus, Hulu and ESPN. Which is with, 86, with 86 million subscribers, that means they're bringing in, I mean, ballpark, eight, $700 million a month. Yep. Uh, it's going Every up by three pounds month. a month as well. Yeah. Incredible. That's crazy. Wow. Uh, now, something that I'd never heard of, FX. Yeah. Yes, FX mm. is a channel which is on uh, Sky at the well, moment. Why well, I've not heard it. Um, which will be, uh, all of their content will be going on to Star when that arrives in February. Uh, they've announced that they are going to be doing an Aliens TV series uh, with Sir mm. Ridley Scott is on board. Well, right. it's better than his current series, which is on... Sky Atlantic raised by wolves because oh, that's, that's not very good. disappointing. Oh dear. Um, and also Shogun as well, which sounds familiar, but I can't think why. Shogun was an old TV series back in the 1970s with yeah. Richard Chamberlain based on a book, I think, by James Clavell. Oh, well, that, well that's coming to FX. Yeah. So, and that'd be interesting because I don't know whether FX is going to disappear from Sky. I would imagine so, because it's going to be all mm. put into Star. So mm. I'd imagine that would go as a channel, possibly. Possibly interesting. not. Interesting. Um, we'll move on to something that isn't as interesting as what's coming up, uh, yeah. just because there's some film stars on that, and that's the uh, National Ge- Geographical channel. Uh, Will Smith's doing a show. Chris Hemsworth's doing one. That's pretty much the excitement of it. And they're doing a series called Real Bugs Life. That's, okay. that's not, about not it. Not film. We're not no, interested. No, that's, okay. that's all that matters. <coughs> uh, shall we go mm-hmm. on to... Lucasfilm. Yes. Makers uh, of Star Wars, of course. Yes, of course. So we'll start with the Star Wars stuff. Um, the Mandalorian directors, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, are making two new Star Wars shows. Uh, one called Ahsoka, which we all thought was coming after her appearance uh, in The Mandalorian a couple of weeks ago, and a brand new series, uh, Rangers of the New Republic. Both of those uh, apparently are going to flow into The Mandalorian um, storyline, apparently. How exciting. Well, the Ahsoka one, maybe. We don't really know much about Rangers of New Republic, so meh. Um, something that I think is quite exciting, mainly because of what it comes from, Andor, uh, which was a character in um, Rogue One. It's filming at the moment in Pinewood. Uh, it's 12 episodes, and if it's as good as Rogue One, then bring it on. Yeah. I did like Rogue One. Yes. Yes. Rogue, Rogue One was I did. much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, so, yes. so that's I'm happy about that. Um... <laughs> They'd already confirmed it, but there will be an Obi-Wan standalone film. They're not calling them stories anymore. It's just Star Wars Obi-Wan. I think it's a a series. Yes, sorry, a series, Yeah, Ewan McGregor is coming back. Uh, And and so is Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. um, As Darth Vader. Um, Mm. They're going to start filming that in March, so I would imagine that will be 2022 before we see. They've been talking about doing that for about 10 years. So this Obi-Wan on its own mm. i remember uh, i think it was like and when revenge of the sith came out i think they were there was talks about it so Pretty it's much. been a long time coming 
Uh, it's going to be ten years after uh, Revenge of the Sith as well. Uh, so right. it's an uh, interesting time. Uh, some other couple of smaller things. Bad Batch, which is going to be animated. It looks nice, but meh is what I put. Follows on from the Clone Wars animated TV series. Uh, something different. Star Wars Visions, uh, which is going to be an original series of animated short films celebrating uh, the Star Wars galaxy through the lens of the world's best Japanese uh, anime creators. Something different. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? Uh, they're going to uh, bring back Lando for a brand new event series. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. The Acolyte, which is a brand new, never done before Star Wars thing. Called, uh, it's going to be based on the High Republic, and it's going to be the Sith's point of view. Um, right. Uh, and a droid story, which they left till <laughs> okay. last, and just seems stupid. Okay. Duncan, okay. Duncan just can't keep up. That's just can Star I, Wars I, stuff. Right, that's just Star Wars. Can we just say, let's draw a line on Star Wars. Let me yeah. just say, thing that made Star Wars special mm. when I was growing up is they were rare things. Yeah. A Star Wars film would come out not every year. Mm. It would be, you know, every six or seven years you get a Star Wars film. Yeah. And it was a big event. A couple of few years ago, they released start, three Star Wars films in one year and two of them tank, didn't yeah. tank, but they weren't as successful no. as they thought they would be. I just think this is over. It's making Star Wars less special. Yeah. It is. Um, And those are just the series. We haven't even got to the films yet. Yeah, so there's going to be a new film directed by Patty Jenkins, who has just made Wonder Woman 1984, and that is going to be Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron, Christmas 2023. Yeah, so she's making that one. And I just think it's too much Star Wars. Yeah, and then there's also the Taiki with him. Taika Waititi. Thank you. He's doing a trilogy as well, but yeah. we don't really know much yeah. about that. And then other Lucasfilms things, they are doing another Indiana Jones because Harrison Ford said, if you want me to do another Star Wars one, we have to do Indiana Jones. Uh, so that's coming and out. this is the last Indiana that's Jones. It. This is the last said. one. No, it's going to be um, no more. Yeah. And then they're bringing back Willow, which will follow on from the film, um, and also something brand new, Children of Blood and Bone, which is a book and sounds a bit like Onwards. Okay. Mm. Cool. Okay. That's, that's, that's Star Wars and Lucasfilm. Yeah. yeah. Um, then they went on to talk about Disney Plus originals, and to be honest, other than possibly the prequel to Beauty and the Beast, they all sound a bit meh. Uh, Turner and Hoop reboot. Nah. Big Shoot yeah. reboot. Big Shots. Big Shots. Mighty Ducks reboot. Yeah. Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Percy Jackson and the Olympians, mm. which they made two films, neither were successful no. based on some best-selling books, but they thought, let's just do it again. Disney thought, we can do it better, so we're going to do yeah. it better. So, yeah. Then underneath the title, the heading Walt Disney Films, <laughs> you've written blah, blah, blah. Oh, there was just <laughs> some bloke going on about how great what Disney is, and then, to be honest, the stuff that they released on the Disney series, maybe other than Night at the Museum... Mm. TV series thing were a bit meh. So I mean, it's most, a- I mean, you've got you've got Hocus Pocus two, okay, Three yeah. Men in a Bay reboot, Cheaper by the Dozen reboot, Diary of a Wee- Wimpy Kid, another one, mm. an Ice Age spinoff, and another Night at the Museum. Yeah. And three American football documentaries and something called Foreign and Ulysses, which looks terrible. Ulysses, Ulysses would that be? Yeah, Talking Squirrel. Yeah. Um, okay. And then they went on to the films they're going to release. So Jingle uh, Jingle Cruise, Jungle Cruise, which apparently is not out. In which yet. you've written in brackets. Is that not, not out? out yet? I feel like I saw trailers no. of that about three years ago. Yeah, this was one of the films that should have come out in the summer, but was right. pushed to next year. So this is Fair the one with The Rock and um, Emily Blunt. What's his name? Jack yeah. J- and Jack Whitehall. Yeah, uh, they're doing mm. another Lion King. Whoa, a prequel. A prequel of sorts. Whatever. But you that see, means. I thought this. This sounded a bad idea, but then I found out it's being directed by Barry Jenkins, who made Moonlight, yeah. and you're like, well, there must be something to it, otherwise would he have signed on? 
Um, and then actual live action stuff. Uh, Little Mermaid, uh, f- mm-hmm. which is going to be old and new songs by Alan Menken and uh, head of Disney Music by the sounds of it, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going <laughs> to do a Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which is a, mm-hmm. sounds a bit like Who Framed Roger Rabbit's uh, CGI and real life, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy with Jew Lord as Hook. Uh, they're going to do an Enchanted sequel with AD, uh, Amy Adams back called Disenchanted. Uh, Sister Act 3 with Whoopi back and Cruella as well, which they showed a picture and that looked okay. And I think most of these are going to go straight to streaming anyway. Yeah. I know Cruella is, Disenchanted is, uh, The Little Mermaid is, even Pinocchio might go straight yeah. to streaming. They, I mean, they, that's what the whole thing is. They said they're, you know... They're focusing on streaming now. Um, and, exactly. And when we move now on to Walt Disney Animated, uh, their mm. next film, which is Raya and the Lost Dragon, which looks stunning. It looks incredible. Mm. Uh, they made it at home as well, working in teams, but it's coming out at the same time as theatres, straight to Disney Plus, premiere access on March the 5th. That means it's going to be another twenty nine ninety nine. It will be interesting to see if they lower the price. Um, but yeah, it's going to be £15 if it follows on from Mulan. Uh, something okay. that I am excited about, yeah. uh, I thought it was going to be a film, but they kind of took a, took it a bit, uh, is Big Hero 6 series called Beomax, uh, which is going to follow the films. It's the first Walt Disney animated series before the other ones that we're going to mention. Um, but I love mm-hmm. the characters in that, so I'm, I'm happy about that. Good. Good. Okay. Um, and then some other series, uh, Zootopia... Uh, which is going to be a short film. Uh, Princess Tiana from Princess and the Frog, which is going to be a brand new series. Uh, and Moana, which is going to be a uh, music comedy uh, coming out in 2023. Okay. Wow. Moving um, on to Pixar. One other thing, uh, two oh, actually yeah. other things. Um, they, <laughs> Disney have um, joined with an, an African production company um, and they're going to be releasing a film in 2022. Um, and their next big Disney, uh, Walt Disney film, which is going to be their 60th film, uh, is called In- Encanto, I believe. Um, and again, Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, is doing the music, which is going to finish Spanish and English songs. So I'd imagine it's possibly going to be a bit like Coco. Right. Okay. I enjoy uh, Coco. Yeah. If it follows Coco, then I think it'll be great. Uh, I prefer Pixar- Horlicks. <sighs> Uh, moving on to Pixar, which by far had the best presentation. It, that He was very good. Uh, Soul, coming out on Christmas Day. New trailer, sounds good, looks great, is what I put. Uh, Spark Shot, which I didn't even know was a thing, but apparently they're very good in the next one of those, Christmas Day. It's all their little shorts. Um, and then they've got three brand new series. Uh, the first one is Doug Days, uh, which is uh, Carl and Doug from Up. That's coming uh, next year. It looked really funny. Uh, Cars. Still trying to flog that uh, <laughs> thing, um, which is coming in 2022, but who cares? Uh, Win or Lose, which is a long-form series. It's a creator from Toy Story 4. It'd be interesting. It's going to be very much like um, that Netflix series with those two characters that I've forgotten what's called. Uh, each episode is going to be a different character, but each telling the same story. Dash and so, Lily and Dash. Dash and Lily, that's the one. Lily, yeah, that's yeah. The one. And then uh, three brand new films, uh, Luca, which is going to be Italian-based, and that's coming out in June 2021. Uh, Turning Red, which started off sounding good, and then they said, and when she gets angry, she turns into a red panda. And then I was a bit like, oh. uh, um, And then an interesting one, not a spin-off of Toy Story, but Toy Story related, uh, which is going to be called Lightyear. And this is... The, the Buzz, origin story of Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Lightyear. And it's going to be Chris Evans will be the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Okay. yeah, why have they done that? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why have they done Why have they done no that? No one cares. Because it's not even about the toy, it's about no. a character that inspired the toy. Which didn't, probably, when they first did it. Because right. Buzz Lightyear wasn't a real thing. Right. Um, well, I'll tell you what, we'll leave um, Marvel till the end of the show. Is that because it's very long? Because we've been going, yes, because we need to get a review in and we just need to talk. Can, can you guess why most of that depresses me? Because it's all series and Disney Plus and for kids? No, no, not at all. It's because it feels like Disney now are just thinking we're only in it for the money. The, yeah. There's n- very little original there. Yeah. It's loads of spin-offs from Star Wars. It's remakes of old films. It's reboots of old films. It just feels very lazy. It does. There's very little mm. original stuff there. It's mm. like they went, oh, look, we've got all this Fox stuff. Let's just reboot it all. And yeah, Disney and it just, stuff as well. I just think it's lazy and quite sad that a, a company that are so creative as Disney are now just going to rest on their laurels and think, well, we don't need to make much original stuff anymore mm. we've got this back catalogue we'll just pick a title reboot it shove a star in it and there you go Which money is why pixar and the mcu to be fair was it was you know maybe not necessarily on the mcu because they're still using old characters but they're new stories but at least in the pixar one over half of what they spoke about was new mm. Mm. so yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about my problems with the um the marvel um, line up as well when okay. we come to talk about, about that um but uh, that's enough from you miss davis okay. we've, we've we've had enough but you'll be back for marvel don't worry, oh, don't worry um me. but um, after break we will be reviewing at the prom love music love talk love wickham sound Welcome back to Monday Movies here on Wickham Sound. Duncan, Luke and Toby with you uh, for another 20 minutes. After the news at 8 o'clock, Mr Q will be here for his country music show. Uh, Time for a a review, though. Just one this week, because obviously things are very thin on the ground at the moment, but Netflix keep pumping out uh, brand new big name stuff. So we have watched, well, me and Toby have watched The Prom. Uh, This is the new film from writer-director Ryan Murphy. He created uh, Glee, American Horror Story and Ratchet. Ratchet is first series after he signed a deal he did he was did have a deal with fox he's now got a a deal with netflix to make um series and films his first series was ratchet this is his first this is his second film so he also directed the boys in the band the Mm. um the film version of the stage play this is a film version of a stage musical that's been on broadway but i don't think it's been in the west end yet um the story concerns uh emma nolan played by joe ellen pellman who is a senior at high school she wants to go to her prom but she is a lesbian and she wants to take her girlfriend but the pta society decide that uh, they can't have that not in their small backwater of america so they ban the prom and stop everybody from going meanwhile in um new york a new musical about eleanor roosevelt has just opened starring um D.D. Sorry, D.D. Allen, played by Meryl Streep, and Barry Glickman, played by James Corden. They think it's going to be a huge hit. It's not. It's panned. It closes after its first night. So they decide what they need to do is find a cause that will get them in the news and get their profile back up. Uh, Nicole Kidman um, plays Angie Dickinson, but not that Angie Dickinson. Um, She finds on Twitter about the prom that's been cancelled, and they decide they should get on a coach with the cast of a musical that the barman at the theatre is working on travel to this small town in America and put the prom on for the lesbian and her girlfriend. That's your basic story. 
I'm going to ask Toby what he thought first. Well, I was, no, I was going to ask you. I was going to okay. ask you. a question for both of you. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, go on then. And it might be more of one for Duncan to an- uh, okay. answer, but I heard some from some reviews of this mm. that they've basically ignored the actual story and just added this other bit on and focused more on that than the original story. Is that correct uh, or wrong? What's the original story? Sorry. Just about the, the, pr- the actual prom, not the bit about... Um, the, they focus more on the actors than they do the actual story of the prom. Uh, kind of, but I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't know how close this is to right. the original stage play, uh, musical. Okay. I presume all the songs in this are from the musical, in which case I would say this is pretty close to, um, what it was like on the stage. I'll go first then, Toby. Go on, go on. You go first, um, go on. My heart sinks whenever I find out there's going to be lots of music in the musical. Uh, and then by the end, I'm usually one over. So I remember when I first saw The Greatest Showman at the cinema, mm. my heart sank for the first 10 minutes because I thought, oh, God, there's going to be singing all the way it's through like this. as well, if I remember right. <laughs> but by the end of it, I came out beaming because yeah. it was such a good film. My heart sank at the start of this. I'll admit by the end of it, I was mostly one over because <clears throat> it's a big, bright, shiny musical, you know, people bursting into song for absolutely no reason. The performances are all good. Meryl Streep, Nicole Kidman, Kerry Washington, Keegan-Michael Key. He's plays the principal of the school, who happens to be um, a big fan of Meryl Streep's character. I like that. The songs are completely forgettable. I couldn't hum you any of the tunes. I mean, while they were on, they were fine, but I couldn't actually hum you the tunes. Um, and it is... I suppose what a lot of musicals do is they sort of make it more for cinema. So yeah. because... Because the st- when you go and see a musical at the theatre, the story doesn't matter so much. You don't worry about how they got from this bit to this bit without doing this, this, and this. Because it's a musical, you're just carried over. When you're watching a film, you kind of sit there thinking, "Wow, well, that's a bit daft. Mm. Why, you know?" And they don't sort of iron those problems out. But I was kind of won over in the end. I do have one huge problem with it. But Toby, what did you think of it first? <laughs> It's uh, let, let me just just let me just say it's really really not my thing. And when you I went say. into when I went into it, I I think I think all I knew was that it was called the prom, and Mel Street was in it. And that's all I knew. <laughs> and as soon as he started singing, I thought, oh, it's oh. a musical. And not I not again. They've tricked and, me. And <laughs> I think I, I, I think I was t- I think um, I was ten minutes I think I was ten minutes into it, Toby, when I turned to my other half and said, "Toby's going to hate this." Oh, it's for me. I I think I just didn't I didn't know it was a musical. I didn't know anything about it because I, you know, if I can go into something blind, then I do. Um, and I don't think I was ready for it. Again, it's really not my thing. Not that musicals aren't. I mean, weirdly enough. I really like Sweeney Todd. I don't know if we've actually talked about that. That's great. great. That came out um, quite a few years ago now. But, I mean, I really like that. And, you know, I liked Oliver back in the day and everything. So I do like musicals. But this really, really wasn't my cup of tea, personally. Um, This this is a real, let's put the show on right here, kind of very American musical, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. um, Also, with some musicals, they kind of... You know, there's songs where maybe parts of the story change or different scenes or whatever, but it just, for me, this one just felt like every five seconds, you know, they would say something and then all of a sudden they'd just go into another song and I was like, okay, right. Um, literally, 
I mean, I am the wrong demographic. So obviously I'm not going to, you know, this is just, I'm not the type of person this is for. For me, the best way to sum it up, it was high school musical, but with a gay twist. You that can't is, say that. That is the best. <laughs> that is the, the best way I can kind of sum it up. Um, and I to be honest, Toby, to the yeah. audience that it's aimed at, that's really selling it. Yeah. It's, um, I think, I, to, to be honest, I think, I think if, if, uh, if I, if I was, I don't know, like 10 years old, I'd be definitely more inclined. If you were a 10 year old girl, you would love this. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I think for that demographic, you know, they will, I'm guessing the album's on, um, Spotify. And, this is, the, um, this is the thing I was about to say, you can tell this hasn't done that well because it hasn't got into the main album chart. No, it's right. number one in the soundtrack chart. That's great. But when I tell you what's number two, you'll realise that not a lot goes in there. Because at number two is the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume <laughs> 1 mix. So, I mean, right. and then followed by that is still The Greatest Showman. I think and right. the difference is The Greatest Showman has... The Greatest Showman wasn't a musical, wasn't a stage musical. So these were songs that were written for films. They're very specifically written for a film, and they're more like pop songs. Yeah. They can be listened to in, in isolation. This is a classic music. I wouldn't expect the soundtrack album to be doing well at all because this is only for lovers of musicals. Yeah. Because they are very musical songs. I Also, I think, for me, I mean, I mean it, for me, it was very corny and cheesy, which if I saw this in the theatre, I think I'd be much more, I don't know, fine with it if mm. i can't think of do you know what i mean because you're in that theater you're in that atmos atmosphere mm. but i don't know i think as well yeah two things one i'm not the demographic and two i think i got completely caught off guard um, i just didn't know it was a musical and yeah i just it kind of threw me off a bit taking the kinky boots route which mm. is a musical on mm. stage but yeah. the film version has no music in it yes do you think uh. this would have done better as a film with no music in it you could have done it as a, yeah, it could have been the story of, you know, LGBTQ rights in, in small town America. Yeah. Yes, it would have worked without the music, yes. But then the everything would have had to have been toned down, so everyone's yeah. performance would have had to have gone from where it was, because they're all performing at 11. Yeah. yeah, yeah they would they have are. had to bring they all are. those, they're not, if, if there was no music in this, it would have seemed very odd if they all acted the way they did. <laughs> yeah, because they're all, they're all playing to the gallery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when can was you guess what my one problem is? Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was just going to say, when was this written or made? Uh, like I don't think actual... it's a. I don't think it's a particularly old musical. No. I was no, going to say, it's, it, I feel like someone's seen High School Musical and just thought, right, we're going to get High School Musical and make it a bit more modernised. Well, Disney did that. Already. Include? Did they? Uh, yeah, they've got a, a High School Musical TV series. Uh, oh, it right, okay. came out in two thousand and sixteen. Uh, in Georgia, uh, and then premiered on Bro or on Broadway in 2018, yeah. so fairly yeah, so new. It's, so, so it's quite new. Yeah, okay. Can you Ooh. guess what my big problem is oh, with bad. this film? <laughs> Just drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> that was my um, what uh, was your problem with it? I, well, I've not seen it. Uh, James Corden. Toby, any... Oh, yeah, there James Corden, yeah. Let me just say, let me just say, and, and it's, I know I've got a, a problem with James Corden normally, Have but you? let me go to Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy, who directed, produced this, he made Glee, which had great, 
representation of gay characters. He makes and wrote and directed uh, and show runs Pose, which is about the transgender community mm. in New York in the 1980s and 1990s, which is brilliant. He did The Assassination of Giovanni uh, Versace, which which handles LGBT matters brilliantly. Yeah. There are gay actors in this playing gay people. Okay? I want I wondered what if if what you're about to say, I wondered that when I watched the trailer. I just wanted to sh- shake him and say why did you cast James Corden as an overly camp gay character? So one of the other characters in it who's pl- who was the barman played by I forget mm. James Rannells I think who was original I think he was in the original Book of Mormon on Broadway and, okay. and here. He could have played that character better. Mm. Because it's 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 a stereotype of a gay character which you would have thought maybe a straight director had done that or a straight yeah. writer had done that and for him, to put him in that playing that character and not to give that to a gay actor who could have fleshed it out i mean mm. he's just playing it like a you know like something from are you being served but then he always seems really to get jarring. Those, he always seems to get get those kind of roles when you're thinking well there must be somebody else that can play this and that's when i saw the trailer i thought oh, he's been given he's been given a character again that surely someone else could that could that could play. It's, it's not only someone else could have played; it's somebody else should have played. Should have played. Well, yes, yeah. You know, sure. I mean, there is, you know, I, I'm, and I'm not saying that gay characters have to be played by gay actors because mm. if you go down that route, that means gay characters shouldn't be allowed to play straight characters. Yeah, well, exactly, so yeah. you know, but for this to make it not just a one-dimensional cartoon character. Yeah, um, I think it was a little bit. And whether that's how it's written, I don't know. Also, the fact that the lesbian, of course, she had to be badly dressed and had to have right. a makeover, which is yeah. so stereo- stereotypical. You know, of course, if you're a lesbian, you don't know how to dress and you wear. Du- you know, she wears dungarees, and it's right. like oh, that's just lazy. Yeah, lazy mm. stereotyping. But if you take away that, I did end up enjoying. If you take two characters away, it's yeah, fine. I did end up, but of course, and the other problem with it, uh, obviously, this is because it's what it's based on. It's a Netflix film. It's over two hours long again. Yeah, it was. It for me, it was way too long. Way yeah, too two long. hours ten minutes. You know, it too was long. way too long. Um, Luke, I really want you and Amy to watch this because I'll be yeah, very intrigued we, to see what you guys think. It's on the list. We've had a, a, a busy couple of months, but yes, it's on the list mm, to watch. Hopefully okay. by next week. Uh, well, we'll get uh, hopefully Luke's opinion on that next week. It's called prom it's available now on netflix next week we will be reviewing another next netflix original film uh ma rain is black bottom it's the last film starring chadwick boseman Ah, okay which he may people are saying get nominated for an oscar for it stars uh, viola davis and again toby i'll give you a clip it's based on a stage play brace yourself right just just to prepare yourself so another music and there's music in it it's there's music in it but it's not a music right okay 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 Good. That's next week. My rain is black bottom. Are we allowed to say bottom this many times uh, yeah, this time of night? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Bottom. <laughs> um, let's go back to the Disney presentation and let's see what Marvel going to bring us in the next 50 years. So everything that we knew uh, so far from Disney Plus, One Division will be coming out on January the 15th. I I'm at, I was worried about it, but I'm. It looks great. I think the story is going to be. The story is going to be good. Mm. Wander is obviously trapped somewhere, trying to remember Vision. Um, bring it on. Come on, January the fifteenth. Uh, mm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier looks March nineteenth. March nineteenth, and it looks epic. Uh, they described mm. it as a movie in six episodes, and that's pretty much what it is. Um, Loki 
is didn't is not what I thought it's going to be. It's going to be a a, a th- crime thriller. Loki um, looks very good. That was and my favourite. It does look great. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, Doctor mm. Strange that's still coming out on uh, uh, 2022, which will link into WandaVision, who I imagine Doctor Strange will rescue WandaVision from wherever she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next Spider Man, where they didn't mention it, and I don't know if that's because the whole week beforehand rumours of who's going to be in Doc- uh, in Spider Man. All the Spider-Men. Apparently so. They're going to go... Yeah. I, can't, you know, I kind but, of want them to do that. But you know why they're doing that? It's because Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse did so well Yes, that that's why they're doing it. But so also, that's coming out. Also, I think people who liked, for me, I mean, I like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man mm-hmm. as well as Tom Holland. Like, I'd be, I, I'm very intrigued to see the crossover and I think that'll yeah. definitely get more people to watch it. Uh, Black Widow still coming out in the cinema at the minute um and then their big sort of series that they mentioned very briefly <coughs> is called what if what if which That's is a massive animated isn't it it's gonna be animated but it's a massive thing in the comics um and okay. basically what they do is they take a character for an episode uh, or a comic and completely change their story uh so for example the captain american uh captain america storyline is uh steve rogers doesn't get the super serum uh, it's actually peggy carter uh, and she becomes Captain Britain, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And there's loads going to be different episodes of that. They've also got um, the zombies, which I'm glad they're doing it like this because I don't think it would have worked as a film. So I'm glad they're bringing it into this. Um, and a new big character as well called the Watcher, who's going to sort of narrate the whole what if storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's um, it for TV programs, other than um, Hawkeye, She Hulk. Uh, Moon Knight, uh, Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Army Wars, Guardians Holiday Special, I Am Groot, um, which are all coming soon uh, to Disney+. Plus. There wasn't really much details about that. Um, they are bringing Miss Marvel into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, if you've played the new Avengers game, then she is the main character on that, and she has a really good storyline. She's one of the most uh, modern entries into the Marvel world, and she's got a great storyline. I think she's going to be really good. And she will tie in uh, to Captain Marvel 2, um, which will also link WandaVision as well. Um, and then there's also... It's complicated, isn't it? Deep Breath. <laughs> Eternals coming out, uh, mm-hmm. also, uh, Thor, Blade, Ant-Man 3, uh, Fantastic Four, which they announced right at the end, which like, everyone was I mean, Fantastic Four, they've got it wrong twice, just give up. But it's Marvel doing just it, though, this time, up. isn't it? It's not so, it's not whoever mm. did it last time, so, fingers crossed, Marvel can do better than, uh, who was it? Was it Fox, wasn't it? Was I it Fox? Would have been Fox, yeah. probably. Um, <laughs> and then also the big news from Black pa- Panther 2 is they are not reca- uh, recasting uh, Chadwick Boseman, mm. which is very interesting. Yes. Where do you okay. sit on the fence, Duncan, of should he be recast or not? Uh, I don't see the problem with recasting him. No. To be honest, I think they should have just waited a, a few years. Yeah. You well, know, obviously recasting, <coughs> recasting him now would have been yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit tasteless, but I, I just think they should... Yeah, I mean, yes. I, I think the whole Chadwick Boseman can't recast Making him in some kind of messiah figure for some yeah. reason. He's, he's, just, he's an actor in a film, and if they want to make another one, they you know, other ca- characters have been recast in yeah. other franchises when they've passed and away. And in so. Disney, so... Yeah, you know. so I, don't, I honestly don't see the problem. I think the problem is... There are various problems as to mm. why, but well, yeah. let's go more into it in the extras. I will end on one thing though, and yeah. that is Bob Iger at the end of it all said, 
because a lot of people that were I was watching doing streams and you said it as well mm. there's not a lot of originals but Bob Iger who is no. now the whatever he is chairman of Disney mm -hmm. said lots more originals to come from across the company we just okay. haven't announced them uh, interesting mm. okay alright we'll, um, we'll wrap all this up in the podcast extras don't forget your podcast is available from wherever you get your podcast uh, not long after this Toby and Luke thank you very much thank you very much Duncan um, Mr Q is up next with his country show and we'll be back next week seven till eight and we'll be reviewing ma rainey's black bottom yes i said bottom on the radio welcome back to the monday movie podcast and i know what you're all thinking where was the netflix news that luke was so <laughs> excited about at the start well, i didn't say i was excited about it i just said we had netflix news you sounded excited oh. in between mouthfuls of whatever it is you're eating <laughs> bit of chicken okay lovely yeah that was a show <laughs> That was a Disney-packed show, it wasn't was. it? It was. Should we do that some more Disney Di stuff? Disney tech. Let's, okay, well, let's do a little bit then, okay. shall we? So let's, so very quickly. Let's not go mad. Come no. on. Where did we get to? It's just sort of the, the roundup stuff, really, that's left. Yeah. Um, okay. I have to say, out of all of it, Marvel and Pixar win. Um, mm -hmm. I think they, they did the best presentations, and I think they've got the best stuff coming up. Uh, less Mar Marvel because it's the characters, but at least with Pixar, there is some original stuff in there that was over half of the presentation. So that was nice. Can I give you my problem with the Marvel I was gonna say, stuff? What's your problem with the Marvel stuff? My problem with the Marvel stuff is, again, Marvel stuff used to be mm. special because there wasn't much of it. Every mm. year you'd get a film or something like that. Remember when Netflix did the Marvel stuff? Yeah. And they did Daredevil, which was fantastic. And everyone, you have yeah. to watch Daredevil. Great. But then they did... Luke, 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 Luke Strange. Strange. No, was it Luke Strong? Luke Strong. Luke something Iron like Fist. that. Iron Fist. And then they did Jessica. Iron F and then they did Iron Fist and Luke, Luke Cage. That's one. Well, and then Punisher. they did Iron Fist. And then they did, and then the Punisher. And people just got bored of it. Yeah. And they weren't watched. So they all got cancelled. And this looks to me as if there's too much. I mean, and half of them haven't had watching it all. release dates. So, I mean, they, no, no. Blah, blah, blah. Um, they did say with the Marvel stuff, this isn't necessarily in the next four years because things like um, mm. Fantastic Four, I wouldn't imagine that's going to be until 25, maybe. I mean, they've not even, they've not got a story yet. They've just said we're doing it. No, <clears throat> I just think this is too much Marvel yeah. stuff. And mm. who knows, you know. Too many the... series and people aren't going to be. Carry on. Go on. Go on. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, you know, these things might, you know, some of them haven't, are still in production, you know, things might change. This is really, I mean, we have to remember, it's like, you know, to make the investors yes. happy. But um, I, my, my, my complaints remain. They were quite There's not enough original stuff. Um, it all sounds all far too um, safe. And I just think. No, I agree. And actually, I, you know, I was really mm. disappointed with um, Walt Disney Animated. You know, the proper proper disney you know yeah. and the Walt disney and they were just a load of rubbish really mm. i wasn't excited until pixar and, and obviously marvel mm. um mm. and then so finally sort of wrapping it all up as i said bob Iger said there's lots more original stuff to come from the company let's hope so mm -hmm. uh, they played a little short uh, disney short called piper which was very cute um then the question and answers from the investors uh, one of them asked you know what ha what will happen you know if theaters open again and disney said we're taking this route so we have a lot of streaming stuff because then if covid mm -hmm. or something else happens we have this platform already um <laughs> and i then said these investors need better mics as well obviously they weren't very good um then they they mentioned something about licenses 
um, for things like um, other, well, they mentioned like American channels, but I'm guessing it probably works with us as well. Um, and especially mm. this year, there is a lot of Disney stuff on the BBC. Not necessarily Disney, Disney, but like Marvel, Pixar stuff. I don't think they'll mind so much in the future. I think the reason, the if you look at the TV schedule, especially for BBC One, BBC Two, ITV, and Channel Four, they're pretty feeble this year because of COVID. Mm. And I think they had a lot of films because BBC don't show many films. They don't buy many films. They don't show many. No. And I, and I just think no. they've had to bring out what they've well, got really to fill about. up space because they haven't been able to make everything that they would have wanted to make. Yeah. So I think they're showing a lot more films than they want to show at the moment. But at least it's... Yeah. Yeah. But a lot, at least it's newer yes. films that are on the BBC this yeah. year, not Shrek 1, Shrek 2. IT have been doing that this year, but hey ho. Um, <laughs> then they went on and spoke about ESPN for a bit. Um, the magical word, though, from the whole presentation was we are going to be flexible. We are, you know, we are, you know, if cinemas come back again and go through the roof, then we'll I think once, you know, put stuff out on cinema. But yeah, I, I think. I one, think that, one, very sadly, this has killed cinemas. I think once they a- did this, AMC now Warner have said everything January, from so. next year is going straight to HBO Max in America. Uh, I think once once you've let the genie out of the bottle and people expect yeah. stuff on their TV, I don't. I think it's really hard to okay. get people to go back to the cinema. And I was listening to a podcast yeah. the other day and someone said going to the cinema will probably, in a few years' time, be like going to the theatre. It's very expensive. You do it as a treat, but it's not something you do on a weekly yeah. basis anymore, which is very sad. Mm. No, no. Mm. Um, mm. Then they started oh. saying "nice to meet you," and I think oh. they then regretted saying that to all the investors because you could tell they didn't like all of them. Um, apparently, more mm. families are using Disney Plus that don't have kids, which I thought was quite interesting. Uh, then I put, "Oh, nice house." You can tell I'm losing the plot of this bit. Um, <laughs> and then they said there will be a hundred. Now they said a hundred new originals. Yeah. And that doesn't mean original franchise. They just mean new things from now on. So from to the, from that thing on Friday, um, 46 series, 53 films. Um, and then they got asked about premium access. They said that they're going to start doing uh, day and day with theatres moving forwards. Um, and then about the, um, mm. the fact that cinemas are going to die, basically. And that, that finishes my ramble. I don't know, because I like to. There was one massive thing missing from that whole presentation, unless you missed it, but I don't think you did. What's that? Avatar. Yes. They're, yeah, everyone was expecting they're making, Avatar. They're making five Avatar films. Mm. They're currently filming. They've nearly finished. One of them the must fir- be nearly the done. Exactly. And they didn't get a mention. No. Which is very strange, considering Avatar is the most successful film of all time. Mm-hmm. It's which very I odd that that didn't get a mention. Wow, it's true. You can do you have you, to believe it. It's a fact. Do you think right. though, because that was already a that was already happening, Fox had that all you know undercover. Was it Fox originally, or was it Disney? It's Fox, yeah. Yeah, it's Fox. Fox already had that sorted. They had already been announced, so people know it's yeah, coming. But wouldn't you have thought there was something they could have shown? Yeah, maybe. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a, it's a, it's it's odd that they didn't mention avatar I'm, to be honest i'm not surprised because the only things they mentioned really that we knew about like for definite were half of the marvel things and then possibly uh raya and the lost dragon and well, no, uh, lots of all oh, you know the, the um the cruella de vil knew about no, that true. loads of stuff no, on that i've no heard of on that though 
from Cruella. No, I know, but then why not? Men- then, but then why not mention Avatar? It's, it's. I think there's something very political going on. Do you think for the so? Reason they yeah, because what? it's the, Avatar is the biggest film of all time. Mm. James Cameron is making five for Fox, which is owned by Disney. Yeah. Why? And unless it's something to do with the fact that all their stuff's going to streaming, and maybe they've been in discussions with James Cameron, and he is just putting his foot down and saying, you yeah. are not putting my film straight to streaming. Where would Disney- it's interesting. I was reading up on the Warner Brothers, because you know the first film they put to streaming was... Wonder Woman, yes. which is, goes straight to streaming in America on uh, December 25th. We were actually getting it in cinemas this week. Mm-hmm. They did a deal with everybody involved with that film. Yeah. So they did a deal with Patty Jenkins, with Gal Gadot. Everybody got money. Their contracts were changed because they were doing putting it straight to streaming. Yeah. Sorry if I'm boring you. Sorry, Toby. No, 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 Thank you, Aki. But, appa- but apparently everybody from this, the 17 big theatrical films they've got for next year that they've just decided they're putting on streaming, You'd think, oh, well, they must have had meetings with all the directors and all yeah. the producers. Nobody. Nobody was told. And yeah. legendary pictures who make a lot of films are taking Warners to court because right. they want to know why they weren't treated the same and why they weren't given notice, why they weren't, um, why it and, wasn't discussed. But Avatar, you know, it's already got the theme in the... Um in one of the Disney parks as well, you know, it's got the floating islands and stuff. So it is weird that they haven't, they just didn't, they just didn't I think mention it. I think it's something to do with the straight to streaming stuff. And I can't, I think James Cameron is very much like Christopher Nolan. I think he's, oh, yeah, that, I mean, I mean, Christopher Nolan, his quote was fantastic. He said, all these actors and filmmakers, some of the best actors and filmmakers in the world went to bed one night thinking they were working for the best film company in the world. And they woke up in the morning and realized they were working for the worst streaming company. In the world. Yeah. So he's not happy. I mean, you can imagine that James Cameron, you know, because every film that was Avatar, you know, Avatar was the first one to use 3D. I mean, yes, that has now died. Thank goodness. Mm. Um, but, you know, he said, you know, we're using technology that we've never done before, which, you know, he was, you know, uh, they've been planning Avatar 2 for years. Mm. So, you know, it would have, you know, it probably only will work in cinema where mm. this was very much Disney Plus, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, Disney Plus. Yeah. And it says here, actually, I'm reading from the theverge.com that said it's um, it's hard to believe that Disney haven't thought about how to better integrate the Avatar franchise into its own stable of brands. But from the investors meeting, it looks like they have no idea what to do with it yet. Yes. There you go. Because, I mean, what would it come under? I mean, it's not it's not Disney Plus. It's not Lucasfilm. It's not Star Wars. It's not National Ge- Geographical. I mean, eventually, I would imagine it will come under Star. But they're not going to. So, yeah. I don't Who know. knows? Who knows? But you know what? We haven't heard from Toby for ages. I don't think. <laughs> so I think we I'm should just, talk to Toby. I'm just, I'm just listening to it all. I mean, didn't Avatar Relief. take like ten years to make? Well, yes, this one's taken just as long. Yeah, he's been working on these for quite some time. Well, pretty much since yeah, the first one came out, didn't he? And Kate Winslet has just broken Tom Cruise's record for holding her That's breath true. underwater. <laughs> During filming, not obviously. just randomly on like no, a just randomly. Yeah, no, was she was. Yeah, say, that was a random comment. Yeah, no, she's just. Yeah, she just. Bro- she just broke his record for mm. holding her breath underwater for longer than anybody else. Wow, That's not anybody impressive. else. Obviously, you know, professional <laughs> divers, you know, do it. So, um, James Cameron said in 2006, if Avatar was successful, he hoped to make two sequels to the film. Then in 2010, he said the film's widespread success confirmed he would do so. So it's ten years in the planning. Mm. Wow! Yeah, and he's and doing another how many? There's five. five I think of he's them. Doing, yeah, yeah, five of them. Will he 
you know, if it takes him 10 years to make each one, is he going to... Well, they're filming, well, the filming next them all together. Yeah, they're filming them kind of all together. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Um, Wetter yeah. Digital's been using, you know, they've done a lot of stuff with them and it's going to be a lot of it. It's going to be underwater before, which they've, you know, mm. which is never done before because things like uh, Avatar, uh, not Avatar, um, what's the DC film? Aquaman. 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 You know, that's meant to be in um, water and looks water. awful. So they're actually yes. filming it in water. Um, and it's going to be glasses-free 3D, apparently. That's exciting. How does that work? No idea. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say who knows, but it came out as who cares. Sorry about that. You like anyway, Avatar? that's enough. We're not being paid by Disney, no. are we? Are we? Good. I was for no, the investors no. thing. Oh, are you? Okay, good. Yeah. Glad you glad you made the money out of it. Yeah. Toby, is there anything you'd like to talk about as we head to the end of this um, diatribe? I was about to talk about the year, but there's no point in that. No. Like some oh, Netflix crikey. news. Okay, yeah. yes. Um, Netflix today, um, after the success of the UK um, Netflix productions like Sex Education, which Duncan still hasn't watched, um, mm-hmm. and The Crown and Top Boy and Afterlife, uh, they have announced some new, seven new series uh, that will be produced across the UK. But they've got to spend 1.7 billion a month on something, haven't they? <laughs> exactly. And this <laughs> so is just the well UK branch. Something. Yeah, um, exactly. So there is um, Red Zone, uh, which um, Sam Mendes, or Sir Sam, I should say, uh, is involved with. It's a comedy about football. Uh, Man versus B. Uh, Rowan okay. Atkins uh, is going to be playing that in a, in a new comedy. Uh, Cuckoo Song, which is a gripping horror story about two uh, worrying sisters. Uh, one human, one monster. Uh, Baby Ooh. Reindeer, which is based on a compelling true story. Uh, and that was, um, at the, it was a hit at the 2019 Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Um, and then there's also Half Bad, uh, which is, um, they didn't say really a lot about that. Uh, Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle and Lockwood and Co. Exciting. And then, Lots of stuff to come from them then. Yeah, and that you know that includes everything they're doing at the minute. So, uh, se- Do you se- notice the difference between that announcement and Disney's announcement? There's not a lot. No. no. Apart <laughs> from that, it's all original, original stuff. stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're not remaking stuff. But they're then, not doing sequels mm. to stuff. Well, you say you know? that. Hang on. Then then goes on to say this is currently working alongside the current productions of Sex Education Series Three, Top Boy Series Two, Afterlife Series Three, and The Crown Series Five. As yeah, well as no, I mean, that, but, but that's fine. They're series, yeah. you know. They're not making, but they're not they're not just rebooting no. old stuff. No, that's true. Which which is what Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel seem yeah. to be doing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Think on that mm. while you have your oh, breakfast. And, uh, happy birthday to Captain America, who celebrates his 80th birthday today. Not a real person, for wow. goodness sake. <sighs> happy birthday. He's not real. He's not real. No. What? What about what about Father Christmas? Don't be ridiculous. Uh, tooth fairy. How dare you? <laughs> just just the way I walk. <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> right then is that it i think so excellent stuff we will return whether you want us to or not next <laughs> week to review what are we reviewing lads bottom no, uh come on i can't remember the film title ma rainey's black bottom that's the that one. one yes the one. that is next week that's the uh, last film to start chadwick boseman uh it's on netflix from friday yeah sweet nice that's it that's all i've got oh Anything else you'd like to say? Toby, tell us something. Tell us something funny. 
So, ah, something funny. Oh, dear. Um... And that's the end of this week's Monday Movies. <laughs> right, goodbye. goodbye. See you later. <sighs> oh, dear. Right.